know Your ass better call somebody Hey, hey, what do you say? It's time! It's time! Ball Junk episode 28, the Eric Desjardins episode. Oh, Desjardins. <laughs> I'm the gas man alongside Frankie Knuckles. Frank, what is up? Oh, what's up? I'm back to work. You are? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I just started last week. You are doing construction? No, oh. I'm working for a video game place again. Oh, okay. So, you know, it's... Don't have my days to myself to wallow about and do nothing. So I'm busy. Well, <laughs> forgot, that's good, though. I forgot what it was like to be busy all the are time. You, are you glad Tired. to be working? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As opposed to sitting around. That's what I was, I was hoping you were in construction, because then you could uh, you could have been in uh, the new version of Coco Beware's Pile Driver music video. Great song. Do you remember that? I do. All right, good. I just wanted to make sure you remembered that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So back back to work. Things are all right. Not a lot else going on, to be honest. So I survived Hurricane Irma. So you, were you at Disney? Yes. I was during in it? Florida during the hurricane. I had no idea. Yes. That is scary. It was strange. Did it turn out okay? Yeah. It was the best trip I ever had. Short lines on all the rides? Uh, so... Like, uh, the way Disney... Because I know people who are supposed to go as well, and their trip, basically, they said, don't go. It's... Well, yeah. So Disney said that they would offer 100% full refunds or move the trip or whatever they needed to do. Um, basically, once they knew where the hurricane was going to go and if they were going to close or not. But they didn't, though, they didn't know which way the hurricane would turn until the Saturday. And my first day there was Friday. Um, so I could have moved the trip, but then I got to change all that stuff. And Southwest was super accommodating. They would have totally refunded. But I was like, you know what? Let's just fucking do it. We're going to be like <laughs> Went right into it. Yeah. Eh? So uh, it's uh, I get to uh, we get to the border and because uh, we're flying out of Buffalo and uh, it's, you know, 5 a.m. And uh, right away, I knew the border guard was having a terrible day. I don't know how long he had been there or if he had just started, but he was in a bad mood. So I pull up, I hand him my passports, and usually the first thing that they say... If you want. Do I need the headphones? No, it's your okay. Okay. <laughs> Um Usually they, they ask if, uh, uh, you know, citizenship. What's your citizenship? That's the first thing they usually say. Uh, this guy did not say that. He just skipped right over and said where he headed. Now, the previous year, when I was in that exact same spot, and that particular guard said, where are you headed? I said, I'm heading to Florida. And he said, are you driving there? And I said, no, we're flying. And he said, well, then you're going to the airport, aren't you? And I said, Yes, that's true. We're going to the airport, and then we're flying. So this time, when he said, where are you headed? I said, we're going to the airport. And he said, are you going to pick somebody up? And I said, no, we're flying out on vacation. He's like, you know, it's a pretty simple question. Where are you headed in the United States of America? And I said, okay, um, we're going to Florida. He went, Florida? What are you, an idiot? <laughs> now, if I had replied and said, actually, we're volunteers for the red cross were going down there to help people he would have looked quite the fool but you weren't but i was not 
And so I I said, well, you know, we paid for the vacation. We can't get our money back yet. I uh, don't really know which way it's going to go. And he said, they are evacuating Orlando, which they were not and never did. Uh, but I'm not going to argue with the guy. And I said, well, you know, and he just hands me back the passports. And he says, of all the fucking stupid things as we drove away. He said the F word? Oh, yeah. F word. The F-U-C-K word? Yes. Oh, my God. He was very upset. How old is this piece of shit? Eh, younger than me. Yeah? Yeah. Like, probably late 30s. Report him. So, we get to the airport, feeling shame. I don't know. We didn't feel it. We just was, we were both stunned that this guy was like that. I, for a second, thought he was going to be like, you know what? I'm going to do you a favor. You're not coming over. <laughs> yeah. Which he, in theory, could have. Uh, so we get to the airport, and uh, like, you know, security wasn't uh, too bad there. And we get to our um, area. What's the, what's that called? Not your not your docking station, but your, your gate. Gate. Thank you. <laughs> and we sit there, and there's nobody there. No one. So are you on an empty flight by yourself? There was thirty people on our flight. And so we had a, everybody had their own row. Oh God, that's the best! Oh, it was amazing. We were everybody was just stretched out, and it was fabulous. And uh, I still sat in, I, and I ended up being the first person to board because I just whatever my ticket was. And so I sat in the first row with all the extra leg room. It was awesome, and uh, you know, and it was Southwest, and they're like, you know, you can everybody can get their own row. <laughs> And so when they were handing out the cookies and the peanuts, right? Because they're just so lackadaisical about everything. They're like, we got lots of snacks. Anybody need more snacks? And uh, anyway, so while we were actually we're sitting in the uh, in the gate, like people were going by just giving us the stink eye, like, like total airport shaming for going to Florida. But whatever. So we get there and uh, we get to Epcot on the first day. Uh, about two thirty, three o'clock in the afternoon. Now it's some anniversary for Epcot, isn't it, or something? Uh, October first was the thirty fifth anniversary, okay. so we get there and it's empty, just nobody. And I was like, "Wow, this is weird." I remember seeing, like, I just, I guess it didn't occur to me that so many people would have canceled their vacations who are coming into Florida, and then people who were actually in Florida were going to Disney World was not the top of their mind mm -hmm. so we get there and we're just doing test track and we're doing soaring around the world and spaceship birth and and all the different rides. just walking on no lines none at all just right after another and uh you know and the other problem was uh, there were also in any of the parks there were no lines for beer so i drank a lot nice <laughs> and uh, so we go to this german restaurant in epcot called Biergarten. Uh, for dinner and uh, it's set up with like the long table so you're just sitting with other people and so we're talking to these uh, kids and their parents who are sitting next to us and the parents were saying that they just actually they're from the Keys but they came to Orlando because apparently Disney is the safest place in Florida if there's hurricanes and stuff yeah because all the buildings are built to withstand category 5 hurricanes um, it's they're on their own grid. They have their own electrical plant. They have their own water treatment plant. They have their own police and fire and and Orlando like Disney never lost power once the entire time. 
They're the American Vatican City. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Pretty much. And probably uh, safe. Mickey is the Pope. Yes. And uh, so we're sitting there and uh, just kind of talking to the people and eating our sausages and drinking beer. And, and uh, the guy gets a phone call and it sounds like he's talking to like his brother or his cousin or something. He's saying, yeah, you know, we're all safe here. And he's like, oh, wait, Tommy wants to talk to you. And he hands the kid the phone and the kid goes, we took our dog to the urine store so he could poop. <laughs> and then handed the phone back. And for like the next 10 days, we were trying to figure out. What is the urine store? <laughs> what could that possibly have been? And I still don't know. How old was the child? Yeah, uh, like eight. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I know. So uh, the next day we were at uh, um, the Animal Kingdom, and that that was uh, uh, the Saturday. Like, so they they were closing all the parks at uh, nine o'clock that night. And then they were going to be closed Sunday and Monday, but just to be sure, because the hurricane was going to come through on Sunday. And I'm assuming they were just they needed Monday for cleanup because you know clearing roads and clearing all that stuff. Uh, so we go to the Animal Kingdom, and uh, we get on flights of passage, which is the Pandora. Ride. Oh, okay, okay. There's two rides. There's a boat ride. Uh, the Navi River Journey, which was all right. It Let's was... get to the Flights of pa- I need to hear about this. Flights of Passage is the greatest theme park ride I've ever been on. Really? My mind was blown. So I believe you're riding one of the creatures. Yes, one of the Banshees. Banshees, that's right. And so basically the idea of the ride is that you're a human. You get linked to a Navi warrior. And then once you're in Pandora, you're riding this Banshee. So you, the whole queue is the whole setup with videos and like they, they. So is it digital projection under you or? I will explain. So uh, the whole setup, the queue is the whole story, background story, and you know getting tested and getting sprayed to make sure you don't have any contaminants when you link to your you know thing. And they they hired an actress for these videos that looked a lot and sounded like Sigourney Weaver. And, uh, she might have actually been better than Sigourney Weaver yeah, in Avatar. Possibly. She's terrible. So, and then you, you get linked up, and the thing looks, this the ride thing looks like, uh, almost like a motorcycle type thing. That's what I would imagine. it. And uh, so you get in there, and you lean forward, and this piece comes up to your back and locks you in, and this pieces come up behind your calves and lock your feet in. And uh, so you're you're in there, and you got your goggle type thing So it's VR. On. It's VR. Okay. And so all of a sudden, the thing disappears, and and you're just looking. You're in fucking Pandora, and the sensations of flying on this banshee is like nothing I've ever felt before. So it's not so much the ride. This is your first time under the visor. No, no, no. I've I've been on stuff like that before. You've done VR before. Um, kind of similar stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, like know. like there's a like. Uh, like the the motion rides, like like uh, at Hollywood Studios, there's a Star Wars ride that's kind of like that, and Soren around the world is is similar to like that. But you're not wearing the head thing, but it's kind of a combination of the two. But it's still it's the best thing I've ever been on. And uh, like you know, they they pump in smells from that's cool. You know what you're going through, and like like you you sort of swoop over these does like, the creature breathe does it have like yes. breathing things and it, uh, okay. you feel it between your thighs 
right between the thighs. Yeah, and it's and it's got a nice warm, <laughs> gentle inflating. Oh. So good. <laughs> so we're like you kind of swoop over these buffalo type creatures and get the smell of like the the grass and the and the plant life, and then you go under a tidal wave and you get sprayed with a little bit of mist and. And, like, people were fucking losing their shit on the ride. Like, the guy next to me was going, fuck, 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 <laughs> fuck, 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 Like, the whole time. It was just crazy. So, like, we got off of it and then got right back in line to do it again. You should have your own booth for it. You shouldn't be able to hear the guy beside you. <clears throat> well, I mean, if you, if you l- looked. Oh, I guess for the smells and the spray, yeah. they need that. Yeah, if, if you looked down to your right or left, depending on where you're sitting, like, when you... Like the riot itself is 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 three levels in this building, of like of the seats. So you could actually kind of peek down oh, and you okay. could see if you were looking that far away outside. But I mean, you got to just focus on what you're looking at. And it was just it was awesome. It was the craziest cool. thing. And Pandora itself is like it's so immersive. Like as soon as you enter it, you can't hear anything else in the animal kingdom anything else and all you hear is just the sounds of the wildlife and pandora and everything looks amazing and the shit lights up like the plants light up and uh the restaurant in there is fantastic it was just it was great i mean and now when i think about what they're going to do for um for star wars galaxy's edge it's going to be incredible oh yeah yeah it's uh you know like i I see all the stuff that Universal is doing when, you know, Harry Potter world is now almost 10 years old and they're planning on doing like a Nintendo world. But like this, the battle between Disney and Universal is over. Star Wars. It's a knockout. It's done. Star Wars is going to just, it's already over. Star Wars is going to just put the nail in the coffin. What if Universal did actual Jurassic Park? Then I think they're going to come back. Or actual time travel, but just a lot, the, the problem with a lot of the Universal stuff is, um, they don't make new rides; they just continually overlay all the older rides, mm-hmm. which is kind of a big problem with that. Uh, other than what they did with Harry Potter, and now they're supposed to do this Nintendo World or whatever. But so, what's the Back to the Future ride now? I'm not even uh, sure, but yeah, I'm pretty sure that's gone. Like, uh, I've heard that Jimmy Fallon ride is garbage. Oh, I heard it's amazing, but really? I don't. I don't believe a word of it. Yeah, no, it looks <laughs> terrible. Um, right through New York, who cares? Yeah. So then Sunday, uh, they were like, you know, you got to. They wanted you to stay in your resort, and uh, so I just went to like the the gift shop and bought a ton of booze and watched <laughs> football all day. That's good. That's what I do Sundays too. Yeah. That's it was, it was literally great. become. My, I love Sunday. Yeah, football is the greatest. And then, uh, but, and, you know, and so, and Joe was like, you know, she wanted to kind of to watch a bit of like the CNN and stuff just to find out. So we totally got like, uh, like really engaged with like the local weather people and these poor sons of bitches they sent out on location in Miami or in Tampa who are like standing in her, like tropical storm winds in their, you know, their, news channel for rain suits and just like you know with their hand up and trying to brace themselves in the wind and just watching it was hysterically funny so did you actually see any serious weather or was no no? it it hit at like 2 a.m and we slept through it really yeah like it it rained from a from about 10 o'clock on sunday morning pretty much all the way through 
And then Monday when we kind of got up, we opened the curtains and at like six in the morning and it was sunshine. Nice. And we had one downed tree in our area. And uh, I know they had a lot of cleaning up to do in all the parks and stuff. And uh, the animal kingdom was was a mess because mm. it's just it's all trees, right? And all plant life. So and uh, so then the the Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday again just empty parks and just we went to the Halloween party on Tuesday night and uh, you know watched the parade twice without anybody standing in front of us or behind us. Just went on ride after ride, like doing Big Thunder Mountain at nighttime was amazing. Doing the Haunted Mansion on the Halloween party was awesome. And Space Mountain. The only shitty thing is for the entire time we were there, Splash Mountain was closed. No. Yeah. I would snap. It was super disappointing. I it is my favorite ride of I all know. Time. It's one of my favorites, too. But they were doing a refurbishment to fix a lot of the animatronics and stuff. And... I get it. They got to fix that stuff sometime, but it was a total drag. Um, but yeah, and, and like you know, did you know that before you left? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, and then uh, the Jungle Cruise was just foobarred right after the hurricane hit, so we never got to go on that either. But uh, during the Halloween party, they have all these trick or treat areas that you can go to, and we just walked right up, and like they gave, they gave us this like big bag, and they were just handfuls of candy because there were just nobody there and there's like like the fireworks show there was like tons of room it wasn't crowded or anything and so that was awesome did you do i saw clips from a, another friend who went there recently where the star wars fireworks show at the end where they project yeah did you see that one yeah it looked amazing yeah it was super cool with you know with they all project the, 8080s and all the explosions are happening on the on the chinese yeah. theater facade and then you know all the john williams music and the fireworks and stuff yeah it was great it's pretty cool yeah it was really cool and uh you know there's not a lot to do at hollywood studios right now just because uh you know like they're they're doing all that construction and plus they closed the great movie ride and so there's really only like four rides there um so it's not but they're still charging Full price for admission, which is like a hundred bucks. Really? Yeah. Holy Christ! But but when we go, I always get the park hopper. Option. Yeah, you get all of them. Right? Yeah, so it's a, it's an extra x amount of dollars for the entire trip, and it's like extra seventy five bucks, I think, something like that. And so you can any day you can go to whatever park you want to and bounce around, uh, which is the best thing to do. And then by the Friday and Saturday, our last two days is when people started coming back to the park, so it got super busy. Um, you know, like we did the food and wine and we're just going up to all the different kiosks and trying all kinds of different food from around the world and just drinks and drinks and drinks. And it was awesome. My favorite beer they have on tap. It's the only place in the world that I've ever seen it on tap. Which and, is? Uh, Schoferhofer. It's German. <laughs> okay. And, uh, but uh, they also had a, uh, I guess, uh, I guess it was kind of like a shandy. It was like lemonade in the beer mix. Uh, which was pretty good. And, uh, yeah, so it was just like an awesome trip. Like we probably in the most, so we were there for nine days, but it was technically seven days because two days park was closed. We probably did maybe 50 rides and probably 15 shows and uh, all the, all the fireworks shows and all the nighttime shows. And and, like, I wasn't even tired because we had that two day break right in the middle. Um, 
but uh yeah it was awesome perfect and the uh the funny thing was is that they were they were really scrambling for stuff to do on the monday at all the resorts um i saw on instagram that uh, uh Kristen bell was on lockdown in one of the resorts and so she volunteered her time to call out bingo numbers for the people who were did you play uh, she was at a different resort, oh, but they had bingo at our resort, and we did play bingo. Did you win? Uh, we did not win. Ouch! Uh, like it, uh, I'm so good at bingo. All the people who were um, escaping, who were relocating to Disney uh, to get away from the hurricanes down south, like that time Disney opened up for people with pets as well to bring their pets to, for safety, and like they Disney organized all the people who were there with their dogs to have a puppy parade. Just like you know, they were like, "We got to do something for these people." <laughs> the sun's out. We can't open the pool. They can't leave the resort. There's got to be something they can well, do. The pool and, wasn't even open. Well, they had to clean it. It was a fucking. It was full of fucking dirt and oh, leaves yeah. and tree branches and stuff. So it took a while. I think they finally opened it at about two or three in the afternoon on the Monday. Um, but uh, you know, like so, I think Disney pretty pretty much said anybody who had any training as a character like like goofy and pluto were at our resort for like three straight days like just the whole time you know waving <laughs> and signing autographs and they were playing guitar hero which was weird because they only have four fingers so i don't understand how that worked but uh no it was it was the best i did more of this trip than the last two times combined uh because with the no lines and um you know it's unfortunate because it's never going to be like that again unless Come on, Hurricane. <laughs> well, maybe a little traveling pro tip there. Yeah. Always go during hurricane season. September It's the way to go. Less people. People are scared. But yeah, we just, we thought about uh, Bill Paxton and Helen Hunt and Twister. We just, we got to do it. Alternatively, it could have been a disaster. Oh, yeah. Could have died. <laughs> could have died. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad it paid off. Yeah. The risk was It was awesome. It. Should we talk about the NBA? Yeah, we should. Started last night. Did you watch? Uh, I did. I did as well. Um, I kind of wished I had it. <laughs> well, it's I probably more NBA, almost as much as I watched all of last season yeah. last night, but it was two really good games. That, uh, that broken ankle, though. It was rough. That was, uh, you know, and... He just, it didn't look like there was any contact in the air. He just kind of fell awkwardly. Yeah. And he got his leg tucked under him and just snap. Snap a Rooney. Well, it, it does raise the question for our predictions. Are we, like, nobody does their predictions knowing the first two games of the season. No. So I kind of, I'll separate it out. I will say. Before the Hayward injury, I had Boston definitively winning the Eastern Conference. I did not. I did. I thought it was almost a foregone conclusion. And I now, think uh, um, either way, I had Cleveland meeting Boston and then Cleveland winning. So, the, yeah, yeah, the whole thing. Well, the East. But, oh, okay. Sorry, I thought you meant beating. Yeah. So the West. Like, uh, it it doesn't really. I mean, I would have had Boston seated higher. Than, uh, than Cleveland during the regular season with the with with Gordon Hayward, but uh, with the injury maybe not, but not much difference as far as the mm. 
playoffs go. I just feel like they have, even watching last night versus the Cavs, they have so much more youth mm-hmm. along with experience. They had way more energy. LeBron, I mean, he got away with some insane travels at the end of the game. I couldn't even believe it. I still think Boston should have won last night, and with Hayward, it probably would have been so, but I, the Wade signing means nothing to me. I think it hurts the team. He He's old. He hasn't even looked good for the last few years, and I don't know. I I mean, when, when Isaiah Thomas comes back, that's going to be a big deal. I mean, he's he's going to give it everything he's got because that's what he does. Yeah, I still... He's going to have a short career, I think. I still think he's overrated, and the way he played in the playoffs last year, I, I know the first two games, I'm not even talking about those where his sister died and stuff like that. The following two games I watched it, uh, the ball was just... It it died in his hands. He He would wasn't passing i didn't see a great offense when he was on the floor and but it's different uh, now because he's gonna have lebron on the court and it's gonna be completely different we'll see we'll see i just i people play differently when you have lebron james on your court yeah but isaiah i i I think thrives when he is the alpha like in in, i just don't think he'll physically be able to be the alpha anymore well in sacramento he could not share the ball with demarcus cousins and Wanted out of there. Well, there's yeah. there's a big difference between definitely, between Boogie and LeBron. I agree, and they're all older now too. But I feel like he's got a bit of an ego, and I do not see that working in Cleveland. Well, it, Kyrie and and LeBron worked. You know, they got the three straight finals. Yeah, and they won one. So Kyrie is so much better. I oh, would say I'm not. I'm not two times better at least. I'm than, just saying his ego is probably very similar. Uh, I don't think so. He wanted out because of his ego. He wanted to be the guy. That's why he wanted out. Yes, but I, I think that's after three championships or the uh, championship appearances. Right. I think even he, maybe he saw no one's beating the Warriors for the next three years, or it's very unlikely. So maybe. I need to get better for the years after that or whatever reason, not playing in, I need peak me so that when the Warriors finally dissipate or something happens. So I said, he's thinking all about himself. So does every other player in the league. I'm I'm not arguing. (laughs) Oh, you are. (laughs) Anyway. What did you think about their their hug and their like hand-holding spot? I I didn't really, was that at the beginning of the game? I only. The hug was at the end. The end of the game, they did it was like a hug. And some, I saw a lot they, of ridiculous handshakes. They traded off head pats and stuff, and it was ridiculous. Yeah, I wish they just hated each other. It'd like, be so much more fun. Like how Kobe and Shaq did for yeah. a while. Yeah, I like the the angry rivalries. I mean, it's so much more fun. And uh, yeah, it sucks about Gordon Hayward. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll get into NFL, but. Injuries in that sport are changing everything. Changing the game. Pretty much. It's a brand new game. So, I mean, we, we're going to talk about our predictions, but obviously, I don't know what it is about today versus every other year, but injuries just seem to be getting worse and worse in every sport across the board. Yes. Well, we haven't had the big hockey injury yet, but no. well, I'm sure we'll see it sooner or later. Yeah. But... Uh, yeah, so NBA is back. So you watched the two games. You enjoyed the two games. Are you back in on the NBA? 
Uh, let's see. There's a good chance. Okay, so the Pelicans, I think, last year started one and nine. <laughs> the year before that, I think, was two and eight. I'm not sure, but if they're, they, they'll, they'll probably lose tonight, and then they play Golden State, so they might be <laughs> two and eight. And if they fire Alvin Gentry, I might watch. If they don't, I'm out. Well, who's their GM? Adele Demps, who's been there a while, and he's not very good. I don't think so. No. That's uh like do you feel that these last few years have been a colossal waste of Anthony Davis's talents? No. No more than it's been a colossal waste for any player who isn't on the Cavs or the Warriors. Right. And uh I I think if anything the effort is lacking on his part. I've watched him like he seems to phone it in for a lot of games. And I, it doesn't help when you start off your season so poorly, but I just I there's a sense around everywhere. I hate how the media is building storylines in the NBA now. Like everyone knows LeBron is going to leave, right? And everyone is just in every story uh, insinuating that he should be traded, Anthony Davis, or it's just a matter of time. They've got to rebuild and all these things, and I don't like the way that. Again, the whole idea of basketball becoming more about entertainment. I feel like media and is becoming more integrated with the NBA and social media, and it's just affecting everything. And again, detracting from the sport, from my perspective, it's people are just getting what they want. And I mean, the Kyrie thing was actually an interesting change. Like that was a player deciding something, but I, I can't see Anthony Davis. Every all he must hear is he's leaving. He should leave, and yeah. all this stuff. It's just going to be a matter of time before he asks for a trade. And I can't completely blame him. And if I was to blame anyone, I would blame the fans. No one goes to the games there. They shouldn't yeah. even have a team. Yeah. So and I, like I, I, it makes me sad when the stadium's empty. They, they have who in my mind, and this is what really bothers me. People are like saying the Pelicans are the worst. I like the Ringer NBA preview had them at 14th in the West. Absolutely insane. The worst thing I've ever seen in my life. And the the idea that they'll talk about well for certain teams, one player they have this player they're going to be amazing. And then in another second they'll ask like Bill Simmons if you could have anyone start with any player. He pretty much says Anthony Davis. So they all know he's the best, but they never say he is. They talk about every big market team and other things going on, but they never actually acknowledge that he is probably the best player. We just don't want to act like it so that he leaves until he'll leave there. And then it'll be, he's the greatest. They'll just change their story immediately. Once he's on the Lakers or wherever he goes. And I, I just, it bothers me that all these changes they've made to say, Oh, small market teams, it doesn't matter in the current landscape with the internet and, uh, NBA League Pass, you can play anywhere and be a huge star. It's not the case. Right. And I don't like that people pretend it is and then do the opposite by overhyping every Los Angeles team constantly. Like the Clippers, everyone's like, wow, this team looks really good. Are you kidding me? This team looks fucking terrible. Like this year? Yes. This team looks terrible. And everyone's like, oh, they're going to surprise people. With who? Like Patrick Beverly? Like, sleeper MVP, Blake Griffin. Are you have you watched this guy for the last three years? He gets hurt every season. 
it's it's so I do want to see their point guard play, uh, Milos Theodosic or right. Teodosic. Like his passes look amazing. That's the player out of anyone in the NBA. New player, I'm most excited to see play. Was well, it yeah. like pa- Patrick Beverly and Lou Williams? Are they not in the starting lineup? Something like that. That's uh, not good. I, I know, and it's I, I see. They're like, oh, name a player after two players on New Orleans after Anthony Davis and uh, Demarcus Cousins. I'm like, they have way more. They got Rajon Rondo, Drew Holiday. I mean, two of their guys are hurt. Uh, Solomon Hill, Etwan Moore. They got a lot of injuries. I'm not saying the Pelicans are amazing by any means either. Right. Like, that's not my point. Uh, but it, I don't know. It just if I feel like the media, or maybe it's just because I follow a lot of Ringer, Bill Simmons stuff. Sure. NBA is the greatest. NFL is the worst. As far as what? Sports. Okay. And as a viewer... It is the exact opposite. Oh yeah, well, NFL this year, the NFL has been ex- the incredible greatest. To watch. Anything can happen. Uh, nothing is a foregone conclusion in the NFL, and the NBA is the exact opposite. We know what's going to happen. Uh, we're trying to m- find these like micro stories with players on teams, and who cares? That's not why people watch. They watch for good games and the excitement of not knowing what's going to happen. And when the opposite is true, what is the point? Now. Individual games can be good. Last night's game, Houston and Golden State was amazing. But uh, like Nick Young <laughs> was uh, swagging every shot. So, I mean, within a game, they can still be exciting, but it all still seems like a foregone conclusion. Right. <clears throat> but anyway, but my uh, little rant is over. That's a good rant, man. I enjoy it. I, I, yeah, I totally agree. I, don't, I have no idea why so many people think the. Uh, the Clippers uh, are going to be good. I mean, people say, "Oh my God, this, you know, the East sucks." And well, the East does suck, yeah. except for two teams. But there's only four good teams in the West, too. I might say three, maybe two. Yeah, I I, I don't see. I mean, there's some potentially interesting teams. Minnesota being one. Uh, San Antonio, I'm a little worried about. The only, I mean, yes, they're older again, and. You know, Aldridge has got a new contract or playing for the contract. No, he, he's he just, just got, signed this week. Just signed. But, but he was fucking terrible. He was. Um, but I think he was playing the wrong kind of game. So, I, you know, and, and we'll see. Cause, you know, that feels like a sign to trade. Right. Like they're getting ready to ship The only reason I would give, I, I still think San Antonio is going to be good, is because of Popovich. Yeah, he's He can pretty- do a lot. I'm worried with he's a, a little of, distracted with the politics these days. He's he, not happy with Donald I think Trump. he's half-checked out. I, maybe. I, uh, and maybe he knows, too, that... Well, the the weird thing, this the little storyline that still exists for them is they were up 30 on the Warriors in the first game until that disgusting piece of shit Zaza Pachulia slid his leg under and took Kawhi out for yeah. the entire series. So that's a big difference. And there is still that glimmer of hope that with Kawhi, they they could take down. I mean, Kawhi is probably top three, top four players in the game right now. And, uh, you know, they still have the best coach. Yeah. And, uh, and he can outcoach anybody. But to take the NFL parallel. Right. The Patriots were always that way, too. And eventually, we always say they're a year older, and it never matters. 
<laughs> one year it matters. Well, they're still and, uh, winning games. <laughs> Tony Parker is out for, I think, at least a few months of the yeah. season. So I see the Patriots this year, and they are the luckiest team ever to be. Well, we'll get to that. I know to be four and two. Uh, and I'm like, you know what? Maybe the Spurs, this is, this is the year it all falls apart. They're still going to win 50 games. Mm -hmm. I I would take the under on 50 for the Spurs. I wouldn't be surprised if they won 50. I wouldn't be shocked by any means, but if I had to pick, I'd pick under 50 for them. Well, so let, let's, uh, let's start with the West. Okay. And, uh, it's, Obviously, the best team in the West is the Warriors. Yes, I mean they they've uh, they've proven it. They haven't lost anything. It's interesting though. Opening night, I mean they lost opening night last year too yeah. to the Spurs, but their biggest contender in the West, the Rockets, they stuck with them all night. Yeah, and well, we'll get to wait to the Rockets, but Golden State they they look amazing. Very shocked they lost last night. I, I'm not. I'm not changing anything though i think no it's this season is unless there's injuries yet again a formality i think and i think two of their players could get injured and they're still the best team in the west yes <laughs> um i you know i, I think uh, the rockets clearly had something to prove and you know that's it showed in the way they play but you know we'll see as the season goes on and if they make in the playoffs the warriors are not losing four games no. to anybody and I, I'm expecting big things from Clay Thompson this year. I, but he's like a super sleeper MVP pick for me. Wow, that I, would be bold. It's might I, I say ultra bold. Ultra bold. <laughs> but that is an ultra bold prediction. <laughs> Clay for MVP. So who do you have uh, uh, second best? Uh, I have the Rockets. Yeah, I have the Rockets as well. I mean, there's They're still part deep. of me that is unsure how Paul and uh, um, uh, James the beard. Hard. Thank you. Are are going to play together for a full season? But uh, they just they both seem to be the type of guy that wants the ball the whole time. And everyone last night's game, oh Chris Paul, it didn't work out well. I mean, he shot terribly. He shot two for nine. Yeah. No one's going to have a lot of points when they shoot two for nine. But he also had eleven assists and eight rebounds. Like that's not a bad stat line. Yeah. I mean, their bench isn't that great, but uh, like they're still they've got two of the best players in the game. I think their bench is kind of their strength. Like you think I, so? I didn't even know until last night that Eric Gordon won sixth man of the year last year, <laughs> which makes me want to kill someone, <laughs> he, considering he phoned it in and feigned injury for four years in New Orleans. And last night, I could not believe it was the same human being. He drove on a guy and dunked over top of him. I haven't seen him dunk in four years. So that alone... I saw that, and I'm like, this team is going to be amazing. It's basically all my favorite players. It's Chris Paul, (laughs) or all at least old Pelicans slash Hornets. Chris Paul, Trevor Ariza, uh, Ryan Anderson, Eric Gordon. Just makes me sick to my stomach. (laughs) It does. But anyway, they're they're good. And I, I... There will be some, like, maybe give and take between Harden and Paul. Yeah. Uh, I'm way more convinced they will make it work than I am OKC will make it work. Right. So who do you have third? Uh, I have San Antonio. Yes. Even though you're you're not sure they'll win 50 games, you still think they'll be third? Yeah. yeah. I mean, again, barring any injury. I mean, like like if, 
if Leonard went down, that's a big swing. In. Well, he's still kind of injured. Yeah, but I mean, if he had a broken ankle, yeah, they're they're not winning fifty games. No, no. And Parker, he's a big part of their team. Manu's back. He is back. They got Powell. Do they? Yeah, he's still there, isn't he? I don't think so. Where did he go? Maybe I missed it when I was checking their roster today. Yeah, Powell's, Powell's still there. Oh. My bad. He's there. I think. Yeah. For this to load. Anyway, yeah, they're the Spurs. What can you say? I hope they fucking lose. I hate them. You just want to stick it to Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Huge Spurs fan. They've had enough uh, things. Yeah, he's there. Enough things. Enough great things happen to them. We get out of the way. Oh, they got Rudy Gay too. Forgot about that. They're in trouble. Rudy Gay is not good. (laughs) (laughs) They're done. Pops moving into politics. Shut down the Spurs. He's going to run for president. He might. (laughs) Or governor or something. (laughs) He's pretty passionate these days. Um, who do you have finishing fourth? Uh, I mean, I don't love it, but OKC just out of, I mean, they're probably going to, I would not a bold prediction, but prediction. This team will lead the league in free throw attempts. They got three guys who, well, I mean, get to the line a lot and I see it being a disaster ultimately, but just enough star power and referee, uh, favoritism that they will get to 40 something wins the okc finished they finished with the fifth seed fourth seed something like that yeah Yeah. and so probably in the same thing and now they have carmelo anthony and paul george yeah i i see them having less less wins or around the same amount of wins this year yeah i don't know how these three are going to play together it's gonna be interesting i don't see it going well why not they all are ball hogs (laughs) Like the three, well, two of the biggest ball hogs in the league, Carmelo and Westbrook, I admitted, I mean, Westbrook is, I will take some of his ball hogginess. Right. Like he's amazing. Carmelo has no business being a ball hog anymore. No. And uh, Paul George, I mean, he likes to shoot a lot. I wouldn't necessarily call him a ball hog. He's, that's basically what his designation has been, like scorer. That's what he's on the floor to do. So I don't uh, have huge questions with him, but, I mean, Kevin Adams is going to have to do a lot to to hold this thing together. But they're, they're going to win enough games. You know, they're, they're going to win their games. That's the thing, you know, because there's, there's a, so many shitty teams. Yes. And uh, that's basically what it comes down to. Yes. <clears throat> Uh, fifth thirty have. Did you have them fourth as well? I, I did also have. Them so we're fourth. the same so far. We are exactly the same so far. Uh, next I have Minnesota. Don't love it either. Uh, well, I like for me five through ten almost is just. Yeah, know, I agree. It, it it could be whoever plays well on a certain night. You know, if if uh, I have the Blazers, but uh, I just feel like there's these darling teams that everyone is basically in love with Denver's one of them for some reason I don't understand and I just uh, for me this them at five is all about them giving getting Jimmy Butler right like I think he is like as fierce a competitor as 
Colby Westbrook. Uh, I think him and Tibbs and Towns being even older, everyone being older on that team is enough to push them up. And again, I think the talent pool is, or t- the quality teams are worse than ever. So it's just, yeah. it elevates them that much more. Yeah. Like for me, like the five through 10 is probably going to be separated by like maybe five wins, maybe six wins, mm-hmm. like not, not a lot. So, I mean, uh, like I said, yeah, I had the Blazers at, at five. I mean, Lillard, CJ McCollum, you know, there's both good scorers and, uh, yeah, that's kind of where Portland usually ends up. Yeah, I have them not there. making the playoffs. But. Do you? Yeah. Um, sixth, I have uh, again. It makes. I think sixth, I, ha- I would have Minnesota. Okay, I have the New Orleans Pelicans. Sixth. <laughs> wow. How are people shitting on this team? I don't even. Uh, I'm almost glad that everyone is saying this team is a write-off. I'm not saying they're a write-off, but I don't think they're making the playoffs. How could they not? Every other team is like, whoa, they Carmelo, who would you rather have? I, I would say you would want Westbrook and Anthony Davis. It's pretty close as to who you would rather have on your team. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have DeMarcus Cousins than either Carmelo Anthony or Paul George. And I, everyone laughs at Drew Holiday. I would want him more than Carmelo Anthony on my team. Okay. So how is it a foregone conclusion that those three guys in OKC are a playoff team, but New Orleans is a joke? It doesn't make any sense to me. And everyone's like secretly praying that their team trades for Boogie or AD, but saying the team is terrible, probably to feed into to narratives that make them be bad. Well, the problem yeah. is that the, most people don't think that, like Davis and Cousins is kind of like, how can I, they don't play the way big men are supposed to play they're playing like they're like they're just shooters they're shooting threes they're they're not playing in the paint and I'll, i will admit that for davis i don't feel the same way about Boogie. and uh you know they weren't great when they both were together on the floor but they had some time to figure it out <laughs> the, the biggest problem with this team which i have conceded already their coach is the worst so yeah that's I, a big problem I like like I said like if if they if they finish in the in the eighth spot I like I'm not gonna be shocked again it just it's like those those that five through ten again it's just it's gonna just based on certain yeah. circumstances throughout the night you know like and I'm ba- I agree but I'm basically looking at those five through ten teams and I'm just looking at rosters and sure. saying eh, I I don't see it any other way. Maybe there's a little bit of rose coloring in your glasses. Uh, there it's possible. May, there may be. There, I, it's not so much red rose. It's more anger. Right. That's how I see my team being treated. And unjustifiably, it makes me very angry. Uh, so it's got me fired up. I had uh, Minnesota. Who'd you, you had uh, the Pelicans. Yeah. Who'd you have for seven? Uh, Memphis. Memphis. That's where I have uh, Utah. Um, then I have Denver for the eighth seed. Yeah, that's who I have as well. So, I mean, do you have your Lakers close to making the playoffs? No. No? Well, I, I, again, they could be like six, eight games out of the making for missing the playoffs. I think they have a chance. I, I think uh, I'm like, I'm excited about this team. 
I mean, they've they've got uh, you know obviously they got Lonzo, and they've got Julius Randle, and they've got Brandon Ingram, and they've got uh, who's the new guy they got? Uh, the the steal of the draft. What oh, the Lonzo Ball. No, 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 the other oh. guy. Oh, I don't know uh, who's been outstanding. Um, uh, Kyle Kuzma. Okay. Yeah, he's been incredible. He really? was awesome in the preseason. Well, don't forget they got Brooke Lopez too. Like. Brooke Lopez is good. Yeah, they've got uh, Caldwell Pope as well, who's still, you know, he's all right. But, I mean, yeah, like, I think uh, whatever the NBA, if if they can have the Lakers play the Sixers on, like, a primetime, maybe they're playing on Christmas Day. I don't know. But I think that's probably going to be the most exciting game this season. It's going to be, like, It'll a, be- one, a 135-122 game. Like, no defense, tons of scoring. And I think it's going to be super exciting. I think the Lakers are going to, you know, like they're not going to hold any team to under 100 points this year. And uh, so all their their wins, they're going to have to score 120 points to win a lot of games. And, you know, they'll probably score 120 points quite a few times. But uh, I think they're going to be super exciting. And, uh, you know, you know what happens next year? You know, maybe Paul George is there. Maybe LeBron James is there. I don't know. But uh, I think they got a lot of good young players, and it's going to be exciting basketball. They may not win, but it's going to be fun to watch. So I'll share two predictions, potentially bold, potentially ultra bold. You right. tell me. Uh, one is Lonzo Ball will be rookie of the year. I think I don't think that's ultra bold. No, no. I mean, uh, who else could it be? Like, I mean, well, there's there's a lot of people are saying you know, Ben Simmons. Yeah, I don't know. It, I, the the odds that Simmons and Embiid play the full season, I don't know. Lonzo Ball looked amazing yeah. in D League in preseason. So I'm excited to watch he's him gonna play. Have, like, he's going to have so many. First of all, he's going to be on TV a lot. Yeah. His his games are going to get televised a lot. He's going to become like an internet sensation because so many of his passes are going to be like uh, YouTube gifts oh, yeah. and whatever the terminology is. GIF. Whatever. <laughs> Either one. Either one. But and I don't know if this counts as a this season prediction. LeBron will not leave Cleveland. I think he would already have said he was going to stay if he was staying. No, I do. I don't because there would be no reason for him to wait. If he's going to stay, there's no reason for him to wait till the end of the season to say he's going to stay. That could be true. I guarantee he's already made his decision. His decision is to stay. Then he should. He, then he should have announced <laughs> it by now. It's true. Oh shit! I think he's gone. No way. I think uh, he's coming to the wonderful Los Angeles Lakers. Oh god, I hope not. He wants to be in L.A. He's got a house there. He wants to be in movies. He wants. He wants to do exactly the same thing that Shaq did. He wants to do all that stuff. He wants to be a producer. Like he's totally got. Like he's got his investments in the Blaze Pizza. He, he wants to do what Magic did. He wants to be like fucking M- Magic Johnson. There's one he loves th- Magic Johnson. I hope he doesn't tweet like Magic Johnson. I and- <laughs> that would give us more games to play. <laughs> Number two, I don't see why he would ever, as he's getting older, move to the Western Conference because it's just that much tougher. Where the big boys play. Uh, but number one, if he goes anywhere, I think he's going to Houston. No. He's always wanted to play with Chris Paul. Oh, yeah. No. No. That's where he will go. Oh, he'll, uh, he'll, he's going to go to L.A. 
Anthony Anthony Davis. If Carmelo yeah. had gone to Houston, then I think there was a better shot of uh, LeBron going there. He doesn't want to play with Carmelo. He's washed up. He's a piece of shit. Come on, they're the banana boat guys. Yeah, it's over. You want he'll play with Chris Paul, but not Carmelo. So he's gonna ne- play with Lonzo Ball. Neither of us have the either Los Angeles team making the playoffs. No, I, and again, like 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 uh, you know, I have the Clippers ninth, the uh, Grizzlies tenth. I mean. They could easily, one of those teams could easily make it. Um, but uh, if if there are no injuries from the way they are, I think that that's how it's going to go. I just, I, I don't understand why people love the Clippers. I don't either. I'm with you. And I have Utah, Phoenix, Sacramento, Dallas rounding out my bottom teams. I mean, they were a disappointment with Chris Ball, Chris, Chris Paul. Yeah. And, now he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> well, and they, they didn't really replace him. There's uh, like a lot of people say people don't like playing with Chris Paul because he is too annoying. And yeah, but like, like this whole thing with age, like Griffin again is getting older. He's not the same guy that was jumping over cars eight seasons ago. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I agree. I, I hate that they're. Well, I don't hate, but it's weird to me that everyone is saying they're going to be amazing. Uh, or very good at the at the least. And Sac- people seem to be kind of high on Sacramento, too. I see this team also being terrible. And uh, if anyone, Dallas, I, I, even though I have them at the bottom, this is the whole idea of even though I have San Antonio higher, having less wins, I just think in general from the third seed to the 15th, 15th seed, there's going to be less of a gap overall. Right. Like I th- actually think... Dallas, Sacramento, Phoenix will get a decent amount of wins. I, I don't see them being well. Dallas has terrible. Uh, he, they have the the rookie that a lot of people are predicting is going to be rookie of the year, um, Dennis Smith Jr. Dennis Smith, yeah. So people are thinking that he's kind of, he was like the steal of the draft, and that uh, he could potentially be like the one of the sleeper winners. But uh, so he could have a lot of room to play down yeah. in Dallas as well. So we'll see see what he's like, but. Uh, yeah, super pumped for uh, to watch some Laker games. Exciting, but losses. Exciting losses. Well, like you know, if you're gonna lose, we make it exciting. at least be exciting. Yeah. <laughs> at least give me something to snack to. So, uh, East. Ugh. It's the worst. Basketball sucks. I mean, Cavs and Celtics. One two two one, whatever. I had Celtics one with Hayward. Probably the Cavs now. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I had, I had Cavs and then Celtics. Um, Washington third. I had Wizards at three. Toronto. Uh, actually, I had the Bucks at four. Yeah, but yeah, but uh, I like Toronto. Just this is the, again, same group same, of guys, yeah. you know. And uh, they can't ever seem to do it. I mean, they have to pull up something big, I think. But uh, I said it every year. They need a new coach. Yeah. This coach, it's not enough. And the worst thing that ever happened was them winning their division with that coach because it got it. He might have even got coach of the year. I don't know. But it locked them into him, and he's just not good enough. It's not going to cut it. I mean, uh, yeah, no, I agree. Um, the reason I put the Bucks in there is just because uh, Giannis is 
he's great to watch. And uh, like you know, the way they played, uh, what like he was pretty tough against the Raptors during the playoffs last year. He was great, and uh, you know I think they could win fifty games this year in that East division. East could conference. be. I have them seventh in in the East, and uh, Miami finished off thirty and eleven. The end of the after the All Star break, or not second half of the season technically. So I I like them. Yeah. Again, I don't love them, but you who the else heat? is there? Who do you have the Heat? Fifth? Yeah. I have the Heat sixth. Who Charlotte. Sixth? Charlotte, yeah. I'm Charlotte seventh. And I have the 76ers making it, but I would not be surprised if it's Indiana. or. I was thinking maybe the Pistons. I was thinking about that. I, I'm not so sure. But I, I think Stan Van Gundy's a good coach. He, yes. could, he could eke out 39 wins or whatever it's going to take to finish. I don't think the Sixers are going to make the, the playoffs because I'm 100% uh convinced they're gonna have injury problems. It could happen. Obviously it has in previous years. I, I don't know. I think this is the year they get lucky. And even if one major player goes down, there's still enough talent there that I think they can Who's who's the guy they ended up drafting this year? Fultz. Fultz, yeah. Nobody's talking about that guy. No, not really. I think Boston <laughs> lucked out. Oh their rookies looked good. Yeah. So I still like Boston a lot. I don't think, I think Tatum, right? No, Tatum's not the rookie. He was there last year. But no, who's the guy that uh, they just drafted? Not Jason Tatum, but uh, isn't it Brown? Am I wrong? I can't think. Isn't it Jalen Brown? Jalen Brown, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I actually am more impressed by their youth and athleticism on Boston, and I that to me is their edge over Cleveland. So I'm gonna like. Well, we'll wait till we get there. But yeah. the other team, I Atlanta looks so bad, and then throw in the whole Schroeder yeah. controversy and stuff like that. That team, they are my pick to finish dead last in the league. Atlanta looks bad. Knicks look bad. Nets look bad. Bulls look terrible. Horrible. Um, I wouldn't be surprised Magic, if Magic Orlando. Great. I wouldn't be surprised if Orlando made the playoffs. Just like at least so they have. Shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. The East is brutal. Like, when was the last was it? When was the last time the Bulls were the worst? Was that before they got Jordan? It's been a while. Yeah, there was a couple of bad seasons. I don't know if they've ever looked this bad, ever. Awful. They look terrible. They I, I looked at that roster. Nope. <laughs> then they got into a fight at practice yeah. this week. Like this. Yeah, it'll be close between Atlanta and Chicago. Those two teams are. Heaps of garbage. So who do you so Eastern Conference Finals you have Cavs and Celtics? And I have the the Celtics winning. And I have the Cavs winning. And Western Conference Finals you have Golden State and San Antonio. So you just spent half of this episode saying that San Antonio didn't have it anymore. And now you've gotten them in the finals. Well they don't. They just have to have enough to beat on my on my watch. They have to beat Minnesota, which they will do easily. Right. Or, sorry, no. New Orleans, which they will do easily. And uh, Houston or Memphis. I, I don't know. I just think they'll beat Houston. But I don't think they're great. But by the by then, Tony Parker will be back. I think they'll be okay. I, I still think Golden State will annihilate them. Yeah. I think, I think uh, Golden State will beat the Cavs in the final. As do I. 
Or we'll beat Boston in the finals. So there you go. But it's, uh, you know, there's a lot. It was a busy summer in the NBA. A lot of big players moving to different teams. Tons of trades. Tons of free agent signings. It uh, was bananas. Mm-hmm. And then first first day of the season, broken ankle. And everything changes. And everything Well, I mean, it took a fucking game. Similar with the Aaron Rodgers injury. That changes yeah. the whole landscape of football. But my MVP pick is LeBron James. Yeah, I think so too. Where he remains the king of Cleveland and Ohio and stays there forever. He's going to win MVP, get to them to the finals one more time, and then bid them all a farewell. To the sunny, burning skies of Los Angeles, California. Hopefully the fires will be taken care of by then. It's terrible what's happening there. Mm -hmm. So many insane tragedies. That was the one thing about the uh, the hurricane is the the Dolphins game got moved. Yeah. Yeah. You can't even watch them on your football Sunday. Now they they go a long stretch. Uh... Because sixteen they're, games they're second, in a row. Well, they're yeah, their second bye comes. I think they have eight games remaining, nine games remaining, or something like that. Because they're basically they're well, we, they're, they we, don't have a bye. Oh yeah, they're both gone now, right? No, well, there's no. only one. Oh, that's right. They only have one bye. That's right. And they had to move it. Yeah, because uh, that's th- right. CFL has two byes. So oh, okay, kind of okay. Confused. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so they, <laughs> they don't get a break. Well, are we moving? Is, is there anything else for NBA? Or? No, I think that's the NBA. It's a piece of shit. Who cares? Well, no, no. It's, it's going to be fun season, I think. Nah. Lonzo! Come on! <laughs> I hate digging. Big baller brand is back! What I love about the NFL is I don't have to dig for things to make it exciting. It just is. I don't need to dig for... No, I'm not saying... How was, how was Lonzo Ball not exciting to you? It's not. I don't... It's not that big a deal. It's... It's almost like watching junior basketball at that point. There's all these teams, and then there's an amazing team that is going to eclipse everyone. So why do I care? 14 years from this date, there are going to be children entering high school named Alonzo. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> I just, with the NFL, all of the the player stories, everything, it's it's just the background to enjoying watching the games. And part of it might just be that it all happens on one day mostly and you can focus on it and take it all in and I'm gambling on yeah. it, but but it it's so good. You um I'm assuming the gambling isn't going great because everything's so fucked up. Or oh. are you are all your ultra bowl predictions coming true? I'm doing pretty well. All right. I'm in two pools, spread pools. One with three three hundred and fifty people. I'm second in that one. Wow. And another one with about 80 people, and I'm second in that one. So I've been doing pretty good. But you're not gambling money. You're just gambling, like, good wishes and No, well, you like you buy into the pools. Oh. I, I haven't been gambling on specific games. The only one I bet on straight up was KC to beat New England on the Thursday night opening game. You won. It. And I wanted to bet Pittsburgh to beat KC this week. I picked them as my best bet and everything. So. <clears throat> Just got good gut feeling so far this year. We'll see how it goes. It's been a 
bizarre, bizarre season. I don't think there's been a football a season of football I've enjoyed more than this season. You know, and like as bad as the fucking Patriots have been, they're like they're only one game out from actually having the best record. I know. And well, let's get into a few specifics. Sure. Obviously, last week there was the Jets touchdown that was called back. Right. Which was ridiculous. It was a bad call. <laughs> I Technically, I can see what they're saying, but I never got an answer to this. In, was it week one or week two? When the Chicago player fumbled the ball through the end zone, they still got to kick a field goal, and right. it wasn't a touchback. Right. And I still do not understand why that was the case. It's the same thing with Detroit. You know, with uh, Golden Tate, and he had that touchdown called back. Well, I get their interpretation. In a, like, when you get it down to a millisecond, technically that's the rule. I think it's stupid that right. that's the way it works. Like, replay, it is kind of crazy how often these plays come down to milliseconds and, like, even micrometers or <laughs> of decision-making. I think that's why the NFL is the best. It's like there's so much drama built in, and anything that can happen does seem to happen. It's the greatest. Yeah. And, I mean, the, obviously the worst thing is quarterback play has never been worse. Yeah. Deshaun Watson's been amazing. Yes. He's so much fun to watch. The Bills are pretty good. But then I think they're good because they beat Denver and Atlanta. And then Atlanta loses to the Dolphins, too, after they can't score for three weeks. The Dolphins haven't scored 20 (laughs) points yet. They haven't scored 20 points. No, they they haven't scored 21 points in a game yet. And Jake Cutler has won three out of five games. And they haven't even scored 21 (laughs) points in a single game. One other question. Right. Well, I I think in a lot of the games... They've had defensive touchdowns, too. Yes, they have. So I don't know if their offense has scored no. 13 points. I, I don't think they, they have either. Oh, my God. It's bad. Like, uh, like It's like how they're not like why Matt Moore isn't fucking playing yet is insane. I don't get it either. He was great. Well, not great, but he was pretty good last year. Yeah. He had yeah. one bad fumble in the playoff game, but he still was not terrible. You uh, know who also would be an okay player at a quarterback? Kaepernick. Probably. I mean, it'd be better in cut. Did you see? Did you see the replay of the Dolphins and the Wildcat Forum with Cutler? No. So Cutler lined up way wide, and during the hike, stood there with his hands on his hips. They hiked the ball and made the play. He didn't even take a step. He stood <laughs> completely still. He has no more fucks to give. That's true. I mean, I didn't know before the season who would be better between Cutler and Kaepernick, but. I can't see Kaepernick being that bad. No. At all. They've won three games. They beat, I don't know. They beat the Falcons. And the, <laughs> After being down 17 nothing. I don't get it. But that's why it's the best. Oh, my God. San Fran hangs into every game. Uh, yeah, they've lost almost all their games by three or less points. Yeah, and they're still kind of fun to watch. I I don't know. I just, it's just uh, an insane football season. Like, it is I don't the, know one of the goofiest the seasons ever. Like, the Jets are 500? Yeah, they, people, they should be even better. They should have thought they were the going to be 0-16. I've picked them to win or, like, cover the spread in all all those three of those games that they won. And I couldn't believe that the Browns were favored over them. 
Patriots are so fucking lucky. It's disgusting. I kind of love that, you know, Stephon Gilmore leaves the Bills and everyone's joking. Oh, the, the Bills are the Patriots farm team and all that stuff. And he he is all, I always hated him in Buffalo and he's been terrible in New England. Chris Hogan's pretty good though. He's awesome. I knew he would be good when he, you know, he, I get like the, I, yeah, the, the, the Patriots defense is terrible, but the Robins is, is missing one key factor. Brady has not looked good. No, I know. However, I mean, uh, Amendola and, uh, who's hurt? Amendola or Edelman? Edelman. Edelman's hurt. And, uh, like he is that, he's that comfort guy. True. For Brady, the way Gronk used to be. Um, cause you know, drunk Gronk just gets hurt so often now all the time. And, uh, but, uh, Edelman was that, is that guy that I think that kind of calms Brady down and, and not having him there. That's a big deal. I think so too. The steel again, they'd probably be maybe Would they be five and one maybe with the, with, or maybe they're still four and two, but like their defense is atrocious. Oh, and then this, the giants who are abysmal. All of a sudden, lose every player they have, and yeah, and beat then Denver. win. It's and the then great. beat beat Denver. It's the greatest. <laughs> it's so bizarre. I love it. That's why I love football. You have to play the games. So yeah, the East is just a jumbled mess. Yeah, um, I'm liking the Bills' chances right now. Well, I mean, when you look at the the rest, uh, like, well, sure, their coach is good. This game against Tampa. Is gonna dictate the rest of the season. If they shit the bed this weekend, it's done. But I mean, injuries are the the biggest storyline probably. JJ Watt, Odell Beckham, Aaron Rodgers. It just seems to be more and more. So the Dolphins are averaging twelve points a game. Yeah. Oh yeah, for the season they've scored sixty-one <laughs> points in five games, so and they've won three of them. I don't. Uh, the a lot of, I mean, there's no team that is just terrible. Even the zero and six, well, Cleveland is truly awful. There's not a, a bright side to that team at all. No, no, like again, like yeah, yeah. San Francisco is zero and six as well, but their games have been exciting. Yeah. I don't think they're they're headed in the right direction. I could see them upsetting some teams, uh, and every other team is like even Chicago plays pretty tough. Like I don't think anybody expected Tampa Bay to be where they are. A lot of people expected Tampa Bay to be good. Yeah, but they're not that bad either. No, it's, they're only two. Like because like what like eighty percent of the NFL is three and two or two and three. Well, <laughs> you know, like Tampa Bay. Two teams are Tampa Bay two and three and Chargers two and four could easily be flipped if it wasn't for their field goal kickers who were terrible. Yeah, the Chargers field goal kicker like <laughs> he's he's cost them a few couple of games. Well, that already. guy was getting hyped out. Yes, <laughs> like what, he, what's his name? Koo. That's right, Koo. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. A, oh, he's a he's cost them at least two games. Korean American. Yeah, uh, well, he's gone now. So yeah, that. Pan flashed pretty quick for him. Yeah, there was no Lince, there's no coup sanity <laughs> no. there. Uh, but like the Rams are four and two. Yeah, it's it's a really interesting season. This is when I get excited. 
And like, uh, do you see who, uh, who's favored to win MVP right now? Uh, who would it, it's gotta be Tom Brady. No, no, it's Alex Smith. Oh yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah sorry. My bad. <laughs> No, they be what kind of world are we in where <laughs> Alex Smith is the MVP favorite right now? Raiders stink. Eagles have been great. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I'm surprised that Dallas is two and three. You know, I mean, if they didn't have Elliott, that's probably the record I would think they would have. But like, he's been in and out of his head this entire season. I think this prolonging what's happening right now is just making him worse. Just sit out your games. Yeah. And come back and then it's over with. Yeah. They, because sitting out is not doing you good. Their schedule is a lot harder this year. So. Yeah. But the Patriots are 1-2 and two at home. They should be 0-3. Oh yeah. Their game against Houston they won. Yes. On the last second touchdown mm-hmm. to Cooks. Yes. Was not mentioned anywhere after the game. I've seen this called the other way at least 50% or 60% of the time. Cooks comes down with the ball, hits the ground, like the ball hits the ground and gets pushed up, but they say he had control. These Patriots get the benefit of the... It's, well, it's a, there's a lot of... like There doesn't seem to be a lot of consistency at in all. the officiating. Uh, totally. And, it's been really messed up. And there have been insane... like, And I know you fucking loved it. But that fifteen yard. I didn't yard, reply to your text on purpose. That fifteen yard, <laughs> unsportsmanlike conduct penalty for doing the psych handshake was ridiculous. Completely now, justified. Now, like, now, would it have cost them their? Did it cost them their game? I don't know, but it did ruin a drive that they were doing very well on. Well, there was a, no. They, was, they were, you know, that wasn't when you texted me. It was a, it was a penalty the Bills that worked in their favor in Atlanta. And you texted me, officiating is ruining the NFL. Right. I, and and I, knew, is- I knew you were referencing the Bills. I'm like, I was so angry. I'm like, don't you do that. <laughs> I'm not responding to this. The Bills are the greatest. They're finally getting calls. It's never happened before. And I love it. And I think it's all because of their coach. I think he's the best. He's a good coach. You know who's, uh, you know who's probably not really a good coach is um, Gase. <laughs> <laughs> But they're still in it. What, what, like, what else can you ask for? Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know how. I, I just, I would like them to start Matt Moore. Just, I see what happens. Completely agree. And, you, and if they lose, then okay, go back to fucking Johnny interception. You know, like his incept, his interceptions in the red zone, Cutler's like, like, it's unbelievable how often he throws them. He's he's a gunslinger. Oh my god! The, and then oh, another big injury was Cook, the rookie for Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. And then Sam Bradford's been out too. Like, like so many, of and those, they've still played all well. those Giants players that have gotten hurt. Like it's just brutal. So yeah. all, all this being said, well, then Big Ben, that yeah. one game was so bad. Yeah, like, just the worst. And then uh, just last week, yeah, fucking Aaron Rodgers going down. What a disappointment. I think I still think the Steelers are going to win the East or the AFC. Lev Bell, the last two weeks, has looked so good. His patience when he runs the ball is insane. Their offensive line looks awesome. 
They just need to run, and they will be the best. Is there any way that Edelman comes back this season? I don't know. I don't think so, but was, I don't was know. Was this an Achilles or an ACL? I, I don't know. I think Achilles, but could be wrong. I Patriots are done. They're maybe yeah. No, they're not. I take that back. They're yeah. going to win. The Patriots are going to win. <laughs> they're the greatest team of all time. Your reverse jinx will not work. <laughs> I was considering betting on the Patriots to win the Super Bowl this week. I think I want them to lose one more game. They'll turn I don't, it around. Uh, they're the luckiest fucking team ever. They will turn it that's, all around. That's the problem. Like I mean, like in the playoffs, though, that's like I have a hard time seeing Brady and Belichick losing to either Pittsburgh or KC when it counts in the playoffs. Yeah, I, it just they somehow do it. It's it's not always officiating, but uh, like I think every team has had at least one win because of officiating in their favor and one loss because of officiating for their opponent in their opponent's favor. One bad call either way. Because there's there's been a ton of insane football uh, like uh, officials' calls this year. And, And some of them don't make any sense whatsoever. Yeah, it's unbelievable. But it's made everything. I don't know. Maybe maybe this was their plan all along to create parity in the league. I think people have always complained that parity is the problem with the NFL. This year we got it. I, I just that's what makes it great to me. So who's no like the? Is it this Thursday game is Oakland the game of the week? No, not the game. One of them. Maybe it's Sunday night is the best game. It's the Philly. Philly. Um, who does Philly play Washington. this week? Yeah, Washington. I think that's going to be probably the best game. Yeah, I'm. Ex- I'm kind of excited for Raiders KC on Thursday night too. I think it's all the night games that are good. The Monday night game is also pretty good, but most of the Sunday games are rough. Yeah, but there. I still there's wa- a London game this week okay, too, the, and it's not bill- in the morning. No, yeah, the it's bill- super annoying. The Bills are on a bye. I'm like, eh, I'm not going to watch. Uh, this is my week off. The Bills don't play. Get some stuff done. Do some painting. Do something. Yeah. Started watching. Locked in. One o'clock till seven. Done. Out. Can't stop watching. The best. <laughs> I have that. So, super fun NFL season so yeah. far. It's been, uh, it's been crazy. People have lost a lot of money, I think, gambling. I will hopefully win some money. Who do the Bills play this week? Tampa Bay. Who knows how that game's going to go? <laughs> Who the fuck knows? I mean, another AFC East battle. Jets and Dolphins. Yeah. I mean, I would have said that this would probably would have been one of the lock games for the Dolphins to win at the beginning of the season. Uh, but now, who the hell knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, just, I just want... The coach and Cutler to be gone. <laughs> <laughs> so who's your pick right now to win it all? I'm I'm not changing from the Patriots. Okay, I just like that doesn't it doesn't make any sense to change. <laughs> I mean, there are there are winning games that they should not be winning. That's true. So, I hate them. Yeah. Somehow they do it. I mean, they go into halftime last week down fourteen nothing, and then they win. What twenty four fourteen thirty fourteen or something like that. No, they won by seven. Did they win by seven? Twenty four seventeen, I yeah. think. So all right. 
want to play a game? I do. This is a game called Before and After. <laughs> I have no idea what it is. They do it a lot on Wheel of Fortune. Oh, okay. I gotcha. I know the, the category. I'm familiar. Right. So, for example, if I was to say um, Han Solo is Andrew Dice Clay's detective, it would be Harrison, Harrison Ford, Ford Fairlane. Got it? Okay. That's, that's all it is. All right. So if you get, uh, there's 10 of them. If you get six out of ten, you get a good prize. If you don't, you get a bad prize. Ooh. Both are a pie in the face. <laughs> Just different types of pie? Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite kind of pie? Mm, I don't know. Peach pie? No. Apple? Coconut cream? Yeah, maybe that. Coconut cream? So if you win... You're going to get a coconut Chocolate. pie in the face. If you lose... I have a lot of pie. If you lose, you're going to get a shepherd's pie in the face. That's, I might actually like that better. <laughs> All right, let's do it. All right. <clears throat> the NBA's goat takes his gambling habits to the New York Islanders. Michael Jordan Eberle? Yes! <laughs> All right. Here we go. The big Aristotle plays for the Minnesota North Stars and is the miracle on ice. <laughs> Say that one one more time. The big Aristotle okay. plays for the Minnesota North Stars and is the miracle on ice. Is Shaq the big Aristotle? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, Shaquille O'Neal... I don't know. Shaquille O'Neal Broughton. Yeah. Do you remember Neil Broughton? No. Played for the Minnesota North Stars? No. That's on me. Uh, The Brow wins the 1997 PGA Championship. Anthony Davis Love III. (laughs) I like that one. (laughs) Uh, This one's going to be tough. Okay. Uh, Former Toronto Raptor could be a Hall of Fame manager of the Baltimore Orioles. Hmm. Former Toronto Raptor could be Hall of Fame manager. And people listening, you can be playing at home while you're listening to the show on your computer or your iPod or your iPad. How do I not know this one? Or your tablet or your Blackberry or your Blueberry or your ham radio, (laughs) whatever you're listening to the show on, play at home. Why can I not get this? Three seconds. What's I, your answer? I can't. I can't. AC Earl Weaver. Oh, yeah. And I was on a way different path for that. Yeah. All right. This legendary Miami Dolphins defensive end has the most fumble recoveries in NFL history and is one of the New Jersey Devils' young leaders. I'm not going to get it, but it's... Is it Jason Taylor something? Yes. Yeah. I don't, I'm so fucking out of touch. You got Jordan Everly. How do you not get Taylor? That one I know. Jason Taylor, I don't know. Taylor Hall. Oh, it's uh, Jason Taylor Hall. I didn't know he was on that team. Yeah. When did he go there? 
He was traded. Uh, last season? End of last season? No, beginning of last season or the season before? Oh, I'm an idiot. Fuck. I know who Taylor Hall is. I just didn't know he's on the floor. Should have went for a guess. Yeah, I didn't know Jason Taylor. Most formal recoveries in NFL history. Interesting. Uh, Montreal Canadiens Hall of Fame defenseman moved from the Bronx Bombers to the Mariners. Hmm. <laughs> There's no way I'm going to get this, right? You could, probably could. Especially if you knew the ball player. Bronx Bombers to the Mariners. Mm-hmm. The only person I can think of is... Is one of the Martinez's? Mm-mm. No. I'm really shitting the fucking bed mm-hmm. on this game. Uh, so who would the defenseman be? I don't know. Larry Robinson Cano. Cano. Robinson Cano. <laughs> Never would have got it. I think I'm getting a shepherd's pie. It's almost... You're going to get this one, though. <laughs> this Kansas City Royal is the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. <laughs> oh, George Bret Hart. Yeah, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Come on. All right. I'm hoping you're going to get this one, too. Okay. That was a good one. Hey, Chico. The bad guy is Pedro's brother. Razor Ramon Martinez? Yes! <laughs> that was a really good one. Uh, so right now you've got uh, three. No, I've got more than that. you got number three. Davis Love the Third. That's three. Oh, and Michael Jordan. So you've got four. So you got to get these two. Okay. Or are you getting a piping hot shepherd's pie? Uh, okay, you'll probably get these two. Well, no, you'll probably get this one. One of OKC's biggest summer acquisitions loves his indoor grill. <laughs> Paul George Foreman? <laughs> this one's going to be a tough one. So this, 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 this is it. Okay. 1981 Wimbledon champion, before her divorce, plays outfield for the 80s Toronto Blue Jays. <laughs> Before her divorce, I have no idea. Uh, sorry, say it one more time. 1981 Wimbledon champion. Before her divorce, plays outfield for the 1980s Toronto Blue Jays. Let's stop pretending. Really? Yeah. Chris Everett Lloyd Mosby. <laughs> That's really good. I never would have got it. I didn't know her married name was Lloyd. Yes. So she's just Chris Everett Lloyd or Chris Everett now. So. Oh. That was she's, fun. Been mar- she's been married like four times. Once to Greg Norman. No way. Yeah. That was a good game. You like that game? I did. I, good. I thought your presentation and delivery was phenomenal. I'm glad you felt that way. I enjoyed uh, doing that. I think it's a good one to play along at home, too. Yes. Um, I hope people did. Uh, all right. A couple of uh, things for balls around the world. Um, one of these, uh, uh, you, you, you played tag as a child? Occasionally. Occasionally played I was some never tag. a huge fan of tag. No? Because uh, nobody could catch you? Quite the opposite. Oh. <laughs> 
you couldn't catch someone else. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't much of a cerebral, cerebral game. It was. Yeah. So there's actual uh, competitive tagged leagues out there. And uh, it's played uh, not just in like a giant open area, uh, but there is a uh, the area of play is a bunch of platforms and other obstacles for players to hurdle and jump off, and so it's kind of like tag meets parkour. And it's two teams of four players. They send one player in at the t- at a time. One of them is chasing the other one, and if the uh, if the chase lasts twenty seconds without a, a tag, uh, then the one team gets a point. And if there is a tag, then that player is out, and the next person from the other team comes in and chases the person who's still in there. So it's competitive tag. This is like world championship games now. They're making games out of everything. We've talked about curling with automobiles. <laughs> we've talked about wife carrying. We've talked about gravy <laughs> wrestling. We've talked about toe wrestling. Now there's competitive tag. Tag is, I still can't visualize it or imagine it being exciting, but... Car curling, I can. Okay, so <laughs> think if you took all of the stunts from like a Jackie Chan movie, put two Jackie Chans <laughs> in an area that has platforms and monkey bars and shit like that and have them try to chase each other, how awesome would that be to watch? <laughs> Sorry. Jeez, what are you doing? You're vomiting. Uh, yeah, I still am out. I'm out on time. Right. Sorry. That's all right. Um, I know you're a fan of the uh, Massachusetts uh, Football League, Soccer League. Uh, follow it. Huge fan. Did they? Hey, did that team pick a name? They did. Uh, oh, with the uh, the, the hockey team. Or whatever. Uh, I don't know, but we should fo- follow up <laughs> on that. Uh, but Washington Square FC and the Massachusetts uh, Football League. Uh, they have a new shirt sponsor, and uh, you know all the soccer teams have sponsors, right? All the ones in the English Premier League and, and all over the world. They have sponsors all over. Well, this team uh, has got a sponsor from uh, RedTube. Hmm. You know RedTube is? I believe I do. It's a porn website. Yes. The the RedTube Army hashtag is a huge <laughs> hashtag down there. And they actually have RedTube on the front of their jerseys. And kind of a strange way to go about getting a... Uh, getting a sponsor for your team but hey if the money is there i don't know if i'd really want to you know to take my kids to a yeah. game and say what are the red tubers <laughs> not that good okay the team the main mariners they went with the mariners so boring wow i would prefer red tube to that so then with main mares and didn't even call them the portland something the Portland Puffins is gone. Maine Mariners. How disappointing. Also disappointing in the Red Tubers. Man. Sack time. <laughs> I don't know why. That's funny. Yeah. That's a funny word. Time is a hilarious word. Uh, yeah, we love to hear your questions and comments. Make sure you, uh, you can tweet us. Uh, at Ball Junk Podcast, at The Gas Man Lives, or at Dirty Frank, three R's and dirty. You can always uh, send us your email question, uh, balljunkpodcast at gmail.com. Comments, questions. If you need to know 
why the sky is blue, I guarantee Frankie Knox has got an answer for you. Do you? No. No. So do not ask that I, question. I think I know. I'm not going to say it, though. Chris, on the Twitter, at Party Tempo. It's a question for you, Dirty Frank. Will the Bucks return as this year's ultra bold <laughs> prediction? Fear the deer. They will not be returning. No. I think actually they're my ultra bold prediction for finishing yeah. fifth. I think you had a fourth, didn't you? Fifth. Oh. Fourth, yes. Ahead of the Raptors. You're right. I'm sick That's of my ultra bold prediction. Giannis. Giannis. I'm out on this guy completely. Oh ultra bold. He's a bag of shit this year. <laughs> Seriously. So, yes, the Bucks are your ultra bold prediction. <laughs> yes. Uh, next one is an email question from uh, John Denbot. I destroyed your name, sir, and I or ma'am, and I apologize. Did I? No. Uh, greetings, bigger, better, baller branded podcast. Very simple question: What do you think will happen first? Colin Kaepernick getting signed to signed to an NFL roster, or Lavar Ball shuts his mouth and lets his son's talents do the talking? Oh, Colin Kaepernick <laughs> getting signed. <laughs> I think that's how, coming real soon. And uh, second question, do you think the Celtics gave up too much to get Kyrie? I Absolutely so. not. I think, they, I think that was a pretty good trade for both teams. Yeah. I mean, Cleveland got a lot more than I think anybody expected. Yeah, I, I think and they Boston did really well. Boston got one of the best players in the league. Yeah. It's a good trade. It's too bad. I really was excited for the, the Celtics. Although Danny Ainge was kind of a dink to uh, Isaiah this week. What did he do? Well, you know, Isaiah was obviously upset that he was traded in the way he was. <laughs> and Ainge was like, we didn't owe him anything. <laughs> Which is true, but still a dick thing to say. Yeah. Uh, next one from uh, the legendary film Ape. I wonder if he's like Grape Ape. Remember Grape Ape? I do. All right. Uh, yeah, so Phil Mape uh, wants us to watch a uh, video regarding a uh, conspiracy of the 1985 NBA draft. Now, for those of you who are not aware, uh, the NBA was in shambles. They needed <laughs> a big ticket item in New York City. And the most coveted player coming into the NBA draft from the NCAA, from the Georgetown Hoyas, was one Mr. Patrick Ewing. And people say that there was no way the Knicks were not going to get the number one pick to get Ewing. And uh, so there is a video of the draft. And it looks like the way it was done was there were envelopes with each team's logo placed into a giant ball. And that ball was spun around ever so tenderly. And then uh, the envelope was to be picked to see who would get the uh, the first pick. Uh, there was a slow motion video of uh, the person who was putting the envelopes in, who happened to work for a company that was a subsidiary of another company that owned the New York Knicks. Huh? In this video, that was the thing we both were like, hmm. Hmm, which neither of us knew. I never heard that before. I've heard of the conspiracy. Yes. And uh, this envelope... And there is video footage of this one envelope having a huge bent corner on it because he banged the envelope on the ball before he put it into the sphere. 
And so, and you could see NBA commissioner David Stern, when he reaches his hand in flip around for that specific folded corner envelope. Now the other conspiracy that I heard was that that envelope was put in a freezer. Mm -hmm. And so it was much colder than the rest of the envelopes. And so this is one of the NBA's conspiracies. A lot of people think it was, it was, there was a, some sort of subterfuge happening to get Patrick Ewing. Subterfuge? Yes. <laughs> onto the Knicks. I think there was total collusion to get Ewing to the Knicks. Something happened. I think so. I think so. I wouldn't put up anything past the NBA. So it's on the YouTube. The uh, host of this video is uh, kind of a nerd, <laughs> but uh, that's just between us. Uh, next question from uh, Jared Gordon, Frank and Greg. Given last night's Gordon Haywood injury, oh, not good. What are some of the worst-looking sports injuries you have watched live? Top for me would be Willis McGahee against Ohio State. For me, this would be uh, uh, there's two. One was uh, Moise Alou. Sliding into second base uh, when he played for the uh, Montreal Expos. When he slid, not only did he break his ankle, but he also dislocated it. So the only thing, so it just kind of flopped around with skin and tendons. It had uh, broken away from the bone. So it just kind of sagged as he held his foot up in the air and somebody vomited. Uh, which was uh, pretty gruesome to watch. There was also, uh, I believe, the Mariner Moose. Uh, was on rollerblades being uh, pulled around by a Jeep like he was water skiing. And uh, he wiped out and went feet first into the wall and uh, also broke and dislocated one of his ankles. Uh, hilarious, though, because it was a mascot. <laughs> and not horrifying because it was a player. So I don't have anything major. The three things that came to mind, <clears throat> I remember being young, for two major injuries, but I didn't fully... I watched the Bo Jackson injury game. Right. I know I was watching that. And I watched the Dennis Bird game. Oh, right. Which was pretty crazy. Yes. But the one I remember, it wasn't necessarily a big injury, but I thought someone was going to die. was it was Sabres versus Flyers. Clint Malarchuk? No, the Umberger. Oh, R.J. Umberger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. tuned. I can't remember who hit him. Yeah. But I was at that game, and I was like, uh-oh. Well, yeah. <laughs> Clumber Archuk would be uh, a big one when he got the skate blade in the throat. Oh, yeah. That was that was pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. That was uh, uh, apparently Uwe Krupp was on the bench at the time and found a doctor in the crowd, and his quick reaction was what uh, saved Malarchuk's life. Nice. Sorry, I got breaking news here. Okay. Just have to put it. Breaking news. End of the first quarter. Pelicans, Grizzlies. Yep. I just want to give you DeMarcus Cousins' stat line. Sure. Four for seven field goals. Okay. Two for three three-pointers. Terrible. Three for four free throws. Terrible. Seven rebounds. Pretty good. One assist. Five blocks. Wow. First quarter. That's all right. That's pretty good. What's the score? Uh, 34-27. Four. Pelicans. Mm -hmm. That's pretty good. 
I'm ecstatic. I love basketball. Well, what happens if he shits the bed in the rest of the next three quarters? Well, I had one quarter of looking at a box score. That was absolutely fantastic. Well, I'm glad for you. I'm happy oh for my you. God, this is so good. The only other uh, disturbing injury I can remember seeing live was when uh, I broke my nose playing baseball. I saw that live. Ball right back at you, hitting your nose? Bound no. To bounce. Uh, f- pop fly up in the air, and I took the mask off, and I was waiting for the ball, and the the first baseman came running down to catch it, and his forehead slammed right into my face. Really? Yeah. That's not good. No. Not my fault. No. Nothing you can do there. No. Didn't, didn't see it. Coming. I feel like I must have seen worse injuries. I just... I don't know. I don't remember anything. I don't remember gruesome stuff. Or I haven't, and I'm imagining everything. Mm. All right. Let's show. Almost. Only got one more segment to go. If you want to uh, ask us a question, leave us a comment. You can uh, send us a message on the Twitter, Ball Junk Podcast, or at The Gas Man Lives, or at Dirty Frank, three R's in dirty, or send us an email, balljunkpodcast at gmail.com. Do we know what we're doing for episode 29 yet? Is that going to be the Christmas one, or are we going to do one I think, for Ric well, Flair before? I think we should try to do that one. Yeah. We're going to try to review the Ric Flair ESPN 30 yeah. for 30. And then, there's, then it would be the traditional ball drop, New Year's Eve yes. ball drop. Uh, this time, are we going to review Santa Slay starring Bill Goldberg? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we could even maybe review Battle of the Sexes at some point. It hasn't come around here. I don't know why. Oh, yeah, that's true. We There's a few other sports movies coming up. There's the Bjorg McEnroe. We could do it. Is that the one with uh... Shia LaBeouf? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we could do a double tennis review. Oh, that'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. We could give that a shot. Why not? Maybe we could uh, do a whole show and we'll throw in Wimbledon with uh, Paul Bettany, Kirsten Dunst, and uh... Match Point. Or is that the one with Paul Bettany? No, Paul Bettany's Wimbledon. Right. Which one's Match Point? That's Woody, Scarlett Woody Johansson. Allen. Yeah. And then we could also throw in uh, the one with uh, Andy Samberg and Kit Harrington. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's another tennis movie, too. I don't know. Oh, who gives a fuck? Let's do that gas pedal. Woo! <laughs> you ready? Yeah. All right. There was an altercation between Sam Williams and Duran Carter this week. Is there trouble in Ryderville? Big time. Do you have any idea what I'm talking about? Big time. (laughs) Pole dancing has now been recognized as an official sport and soon could make its way to the Olympics. Could this be the ratings draw that the Olympics needs? Huge. Huge. (laughs) Uh, the Italians have drawn Sweden in the playoffs for World Cup 2018 qualifying. Will the Azuri miss out in a shocker? Absolutely not. All right. I was a little worried there. Canadian tennis player Rebecca Marino will return to competition next week for the first time in nearly five years. Good idea? That's fantastic. Tiger Woods has been cleared to practice. Will he ever play in a tournament again? Yes, of course. He's going to win a tournament. The Tim Hortons Briar will be played at Westman Communications Group Place in Brandon, Manitoba in March 2019. Do you have your tickets booked? 
I do not. I had the Scotty Tournament of Hearts just in my back door last year. I went to that, uh, traveling to Manitoba. And finally, Glenn Jacobs, a.k.a. Kane, in WWE is running for mayor of Knox County, Tennessee. Can the brother of the dead man clean up that town? I think so. I thought for a second until you said, who is Kane? I w- it was going to be the first gas pedal where I didn't know a single person. I guess I knew Tiger Woods. That's a good one. <laughs> so will he clean up the town? Of course he's going to clean of up course. the town. Of course. Hellfire and Brimstone coming down. It's going to be insane. This is episode 28 of the Ball Junk Podcast. Make sure you check out episode 29. We are going to try to review the Ric Flair H- or, uh, ESPN 30 for 30. It's going to be an awesome show. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. We love you, Gord. 